best teams are not great teams on day one. They become great because they learn from their mistakes, make adjustments, and course correct. Check out these eye-opening statistics regarding unsuccessful relationships. 65% are because of poor communication. 45% are because of arguing and an inability to resolve issues. 60% felt a lack of appreciation from their partner. Good relationships aren't good because they have no issues. They're good because they discuss issues proactively and effectively with each other. It's been said that a relationship is like a shark. It has to keep moving forward or it dies. From CKG Productions, this is the At Home Retro Podcast, here with a simple relationship hack that is quick, easy, effective, and quite frankly, genius. I'm Charlie Posnick. And I'm Kim Baroni. In today's episode, we'll discuss some of the benefits we've experienced from doing retros, and we'll share some ideas on how to suggest a retro to your partner. By the way, if you haven't yet listened to episode one, we encourage you to listen to that first so you have some context. Then come back and join us in episode two. Hey, just a quick disclaimer. We are not relationship experts. We're just an ordinary couple who stumbled on this relationship hack, and we want to share it with others. Charlie, I got so much positive feedback this week about this podcast. It was really wonderful. I did have a few questions, and I had some interesting comments. A couple of people said that they feel like retro would be really scary for them to do. What do you think about that? That's actually kind of interesting because I once gave a Toastmasters speech on our at-home retros, and the very first response from the audience was that, wow, that sounds really scary. So... I don't so much feel that retro was scary for me as it was a little bit awkward because, you know, sharing constructive dialogue was really unfamiliar to me. Um, But other than that, it didn't really feel scary, maybe just a little awkward. Agreed. More awkward than scary. You know, I was re-listening to episode one and I was a little concerned that we came across as the perfect couple. We're not perfect. We have things to discuss just like any other couple. But what we do have is an effective tool and structure baked into our routine that helps us to discuss these topics. Exactly, Charlie. We aren't perfect, but we have a perfectly simple relationship hack that is so worthy of sharing. So one more reflection that I had this week was that doing retro isn't always convenient. Sometimes the weekend gets away from us. You know, we've been with our family or our friends or working around the house, and maybe we're just not feeling it and we don't have a lot to say. Exactly. Sometimes there are lots of retro items and sometimes there are very few. There's no right or wrong way to do retro. Probably the only wrong way to do retro is if you're not doing retro at all. At least that's for us. It, it kind of, it's reminiscent of, of exercise. You know, you don't, it's not always convenient to get your workout in um, or, and you may not be looking forward to it, but if you do it, you always feel better afterward. Okay, let's cover some of the benefits you can expect from doing weekly retros. A weekly retro helps to keep issues from brewing and metastasizing beneath the surface. For people with conflict avoidant tendencies, like us, retro is very helpful for the following reasons. You know that you will be having a retro each week, and there will be a specific time to talk about the things that are on your mind. Too often, issues are raised impulsively, and it never seems to be the right time. The time to raise any topic is already built right into your weekly schedule. Yeah, this is super helpful helpful for me. Admittedly, I'm conflict avoidant, and 
If I didn't already have a time when I knew I could talk about something, I would probably be dwelling on it and uh, and very likely bring it up at exactly the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> so another benefit, showing appreciation and gratitude for the things we did well has a visceral effect and feeds the relationship. So indulge my science nerd side here for a minute. I listened to the Huberman Lab, a podcast created by Dr. Andrew Huberman, a professor of neurobiology and ophthalmology at Stanford University. He did an episode on gratitude practices that was fascinating. It turns out that a repeated practice of gratitude, even once a week, has long-lasting impact on well-being and happiness. The neurochemical and anti-inflammatory mechanisms that a gratitude practice can invoke on our body chemistry are equally on par with the effects of pharmacology and high-intensity interval training. You may be surprised to know that just writing down all that you are grateful for is not the most beneficial for you. It's actually receiving gratitude. I'm quite sure most people are not comfortable asking to receive gratitude. But since a gratitude aspect is built into all of our retros, we are providing each other with the amazing physical and mental health benefits that gratitude provides. This is a wonderful gift to give our partners. Love it. Validating our claims with science. Yes. Um, Okay. Being present with your partner for even 20 to 30 minutes each week is a reflection of your level of commitment in the relationship, which builds trust. It's reassuring to see that your partner values your relationship enough to want to work on it on a weekly basis. You know, it, it kind of reminds me of the retros that we did at work. You know, every, every two weeks, our team would get to, our engineering team would get together for an hour and talk about what we did well and, and what we could improve on, you know, about continuous improvement. And that's what, that's what this reminds me of. Yeah, I totally agree. We're all about continuous improvement. You know, retros also sideline arguments because you are talking out issues before they escalate and become bigger than they need to be. Agreed. (laughs) You know, the more retros you do, you get to know your partner's tendencies and how they think and feel. You come to understand what makes them tick, what they appreciate, and at the same time, what things may trigger negative feelings and responses from them. In addition, weekly retros give couples a proactive opportunity to stave off sources of resentment in a relationship before those resentments lead to feeling disconnected from your partner. Okay, so those are some of the benefits you can expect from doing a weekly retro. And now we have some suggestions on how to float the idea of a weekly retro with your partner. When suggesting a retro to your partner, be careful not to imply that something is wrong. You can even say that everything is great and you want to keep your relationship healthy and on track, if that's a true statement. You can say that in any relationship, it's important to check in periodically to see if there's anything that should be discussed. This would be a weekly opportunity to do this. Having this structure in place helps to make it a habit. And for those of you in long-term relationships, make an agreement to begin with the present. Don't rehash the past. Say, I don't want us to go back and rehash our entire relationship. Let's just go forward from today. Let's practice this and see where it goes. The retrospective is about reflecting on the previous week, not about reliving what's happened in the past. Another way to float the idea is to say something like, I notice you doing things around the house for us or for our family, and I get caught up in the everyday craziness and forget to acknowledge those things. I'd like to have time set aside to show my gratitude and appreciation to you and all that you do for us. And here's another approach. 
I know we've been together for a long time, and sometimes we bicker or let things get under our skin. All those little things can grow when they linger in our brains. Wouldn't it be great to just discuss them in a calm way and then get past them? So we were also going to do a mock retro in this episode, but we decided against it. You know, retro topics are unique to each partnership. Our retro topics wouldn't likely be relevant or relatable to your partnership and don't want to influence you in any way on what topics to discuss. However, if you've listened to episode one and still have questions about how to do a retro, please leave a comment below or reach out to us and we'll happily review it with you. Thanks so much for letting us share our relationship hack today. We'll record a new episode each week as we expand on various aspects of the retro. In our next episode, we intend to have a guest psychotherapist give his or her opinion on how relationships can benefit from a weekly retrospective. So if you like what you've heard, please tap the subscribe button so that you don't miss new episodes. And please hit the like button. Also, if you've given retro a try, we'd love to hear how it went. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk with you next time.